now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, a co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Look, Air Venture uh, starting up this week. we got a lot of news to cover in that regard. But before we do, we have some special guests that are joining us for today's show. Tom Haynes, formerly with AOPA. He is uh, part of the crew uh, to help us out. And then we uh, also have a special guest from Blackstone Oil Processing. What, what, what is it, Dennis? You tell me. Blackstone tell me. Laboratories. Okay. Well, the oil processing. Uh, Blackstone Joe is with us. And the reason is, is because you need to have your oil monitored in your Mooney 201. And uh, what happened to your former company or, or what? Well, I've been using a, a lab out of uh, South Dakota for a number of years, and for whatever reason, they've decided to get out of um, the oil sampling business. So you were working the, with them and drove yeah, them out of the industry. Is pretty that much. What? <laughs> what sucks is I had you know six years of history with them, but uh-huh. um, they were never really uh, an aviation-focused comp- oil company. But ah. they did a good job of telling me if there was anything in the oil, and I could see a trend. Right. But I decided that now is the time to to switch over to somebody that truly specializes in engine oil analysis, specifically in aviation. And that's how I wound up uh, making a call over to Blackstone and then uh, wound up talking to their expert and their their podcast uh, voice as well. And, uh, and that's, that's Blackstone, Blackstone Joe, Joe uh, who we have on Just Plain Radio. Joe, welcome. How are you? Yes, it is. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Uh, so Slick Joe, Blackstone Joe, you, you answered uh, many different monikers, I assume, right? Yes, well, within the widespread community of oil analysis, I have picked up <laughs> a few of those over the years. But yeah, yeah Blackstone Joe is probably my favorite. And you've been uh, doing this for how long? Well, I started up with Blackstone in 2017. I've kept it rolling ever since, just finding new ways to communicate and impart value of oil analysis and help folks understand it. So yeah, that journey's been going since 2017. Yeah. Now, obviously, it sounds like a pretty exotic business. When you uh, have people send send you their oil filter and say, "Hey, uh, what do you think of this mess?" Uh, yeah. But I mean, it's extremely important. You got to do this. Like I don't know how often, Dennis, do you do it with your Mooney two hundred one? Every oil change. Every oil change, and that's Without what you recommend, uh, Blackstone Joe. Well, it helps you not miss a thing. Now, yeah. of course, when you do develop a consistent pattern, you might be able to get away with skipping an oil run here or there, but. You definitely don't want to let it go too long because the changes can happen quickly or it can be more gradual. You just never know depending on the problem it is. So keeping an eye on things is definitely your best bet. Got it. Now, Dennis, have you already uh, made the change and sent your first uh, oil mess to Blackstone Joe? Or are you just getting ready to? I'm just getting ready to because I just found out all of this as I had sent off an oil kit for the, to the last vendor, and then mm-hmm. I received a, a little note in the mail going, hey, by the way. So it was a little late to go, hey, can you send that back to me so I can send it to someone else? Right. So we'll... Uh, but in the meantime, um, I reached out to Joe, and it turns out Blackstone will send you the collection kits for free. So uh-huh. you can have them on your shelf ready to go, 
And then once you send the sample to them, they'll, they'll call you and settle up to, you know, pay for the results. But right. it's, it's not, uh, it's not a break the bank money. What is it, Joe, like $35 or something like that for a typical oil analysis? I mean, it's not even, you know, uh, a hamburger run at this point yeah. for the piece of money. Practically. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, $35 for the standard that runs the gamut of wear levels, contaminants, the oil's physical properties, how your oil filter performed, all wrapped up in one package for $35. All right. And you just send the whole oil filter, or you're, and you guys cut it open? Is that how it works there, Joe, or what? So there's, so there's two aspects. Now, typically, we're talking about the oil itself. Now, we can also analyze the oil filter if you want to remove the pleats. You can send the whole canister if you want to do that, too. It's the most expensive route, but for yeah. 125 we can look at the filter pleats, see what sort of visible metal you have going on there, mm-hmm. see if there's anything abnormal, because some problems are going to manifest visibly in terms of the metal in the pleats. Some are microscopic, some are both. So in general, though, the oil sample is going to cover your bases and alert you to things that are also going to generate the, uh, the metal large enough to see with the naked eye. But generally, we're going to be talking about oil samples for your typical maintenance and then you can take it a step further with filter analysis got it now tom haynes has a plane too probably several uh do you do this uh regularly tom when you're doing your oil changes on your aircraft or what what do you think i do i don't i don't think i've ever missed uh missed one where i didn't send a sample off to blackstone for years 25 years probably yeah and i gotta say joe i have an oil filter sitting in my garage right now if you ah, want to combine with your name on me. it that's, <laughs> that's the job i hate most about aircraft ownership like i gotta tell you is, is cutting that oil filter open but taking the sample is really simple and sending it off to blackstone and then you know it's a little bit like waiting for the results from a test from your doctor it's like you said oh any day now i'm gonna get this email I'm oh my god it's positive is it gonna be good is it gonna be bad <laughs> You yeah. know, and then they always have this this chatty little note at the top that's you know very friendly and and very personal about what's going on with your engine and you know is it good trends bad trends or you know everything's looking good just continue and we're we've got this newish engine it's got about three hundred hours on it and and it's it's still not kind of settled down the Blackstone folks keep saying ah these some of these numbers are a little higher than, than we want they're not crazy high but they're like should be settling down by by now and so we're trying to figure out what's going on with this engine hmm. that um we're still having a little more metal in it than than we would expect uh, given the number of hours on it but again really helpful folks at blackstone you can call them up and, and and debate things with them sometimes so it's 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 uh, a good folks we use them for a long time yeah i guess once you find the stuff in the oil then it's uh, a matter of you know figuring out what does this mean is that right there joe I mean, it's not exactly it, it just it, just it, because something shows up doesn't doesn't mean you know what the uh, problem is or if there even really is a problem. It's a matter of degree and and different uh, elements uh, going on with your engine, I assume. Right. Yeah. One of the best ways I've heard it put from the president himself of Blackstone, Ryan Stark, is that, you know, if the engine's making a lot of metal. If there's something awry with the physical properties, if there's contaminants, there's a reason why. Hmm. And what we want to do is dial it down to. The, you know, the, the shape of metals, are we seeing something that points to the cylinder area, the valve guide area, elsewhere? Are we looking at contaminants, so on and so forth? And we'll try and pair that analysis with the latest service instructions. We'll try and nail, obviously, we're going to use averages for each specific engine type to really hone down the analysis and where we're going as far as possible explanations. But sure, there are situations where you're simply going to have to take a closer look, but the oil is generally going to let you know if there's something going on. Got it. Uh, kind of like early detection uh, when it comes exactly. to engine uh, issues. So, so ideally, you want to see nothing in your oil, just oil. 
right? Has that ever happened? Or, or? You're never going to get it down to zero when it comes to the metals. Uh, there's always going to be some metal carried over from the previous fill, no matter how long you run the fill that's in there. Now, of course, you want to see low levels, ideally, you know, in, after a brief oil run, but you never get zeros. Mm-hmm. So it's about taking into account how long that oil's been run, how much metal is the engine making per hour, how does that stack up to trends, and sorting through all that is, is what an analyst does behind the keys. Got it. What do you think, Dennis? So are you guys able to take and compare, like, say, my Lycoming IO360 and, you know, build kind of a fingerprint of what one of those should look like compared to, say, Tom's Continental IO550 or whatever he mm-hmm. has? Is, is there a, a difference in what is considered typical for those engines that you can see anomalies right away, too? Exactly. You're talking about a different amount of metal being made per hour, typically, between those two models. We're also looking at different types of problems that can arise. So, for example, you know, I'm going to be looking more so for any potential valve guide issue in bigger continentals, which is not the same thing that you're going to be looking for you know, in, in, a, in another Lycoming engine, for example, when you compare the two. So the problems can vary. Also, the, the metal, how much is being made consistently, even in the healthy engines, they're going to wear at different rates and they have different wear profiles. So we want to use specific averages as well as the trends that you establish for use that the engine sees, you know, with you operating it. Joe knows oil uh, there at Blackstone, sounds like to me, for sure, and something you definitely got to put in your maintenance plan for your aircraft. You can get a hold of Blackstone by doing what, Joe? Blackstone-labs.com. You're also welcome to give us a call at 260-744-2380, and you can speak with an analyst. You can speak to anyone you'd like as far as getting the ball rolling. Or Slick Joe or Blackstone Joe. Take your pick. Absolutely. We got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. The landing is your first impression. It's your, it's your superhero handshake. We were all meant to fly. Spread your wings across the universe. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And formerly with AOPA, we got Tom Haynes with us to help navigate the latest aviation news and information. Real quick, got an email here from Dan. As he's a retired military uh, commercial ATP helicopter pilot. He found the show on KTOX some time uh, ago and just wanted to let us know that we have a great show. So obviously, uh, Dan is delusional. Uh, but but he says at the end, uh, tell Greg to keep going. Love hearing about new guys and their adventures in training. Have a great weekend. Well, we appreciate that, Dan. We do. And uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we love hearing from you. You can always do that through JustPlaneRadio.com if you so choose. And who knows? Maybe we'll read uh, read your thing on the air. It could happen. Right, Dennis? It it could. Yeah. Uh, we may filter the hate mail, but, you know, some of those could be fun, too. Well, you know, like uh, <laughs> one out of ten, you know, uh, we just work the numbers, and every once in a while we get one like that from Dan, and we do appreciate it, and it's nice. Uh, nice to hear. You know, uh, he loves hearing about the adventures in training or the, uh, you know, the scenic route that I've been taking on my way to my private pilot certificate uh, for, what, 11 years now? But uh, that's a whole yeah. different issue. Who's counting? Yeah. We're going to be working it at Air Adventure uh, next week in that regard. And we'll get to that a little bit later on. But as far as talking about people's uh, adventure and aviation and their journey to becoming a private pilot, we got some big news in the billionaire world. Uh, which I didn't know this uh, about Elon Musk. I, you know, Elon, Elon, I guess, is a huge aviator. He hadn't been flying for, what, like 15 years. But ac- according to something I read, he's he's quite the accomplished pilot. Is that right, Tom Haynes? Did you know this? Uh, I didn't. I, I, I knew the guy who was until recently his chief pilot and had spent some time with him. But um, he never mentioned that Elon was a pilot. Yeah. And he's flown Elon many, many times over some very long trips and in, in business jets and the biggest of the business jets. Um, but anyhow, so now that was kind of news to me uh, recently that Elon Musk was a pilot. So right. I was yeah. surprised to hear that. I, I was definitely surprised. And the reason it got brought up is because uh, Zuckerberg is evidently flirting with the idea of becoming a private pilot but it says here he goes uh he hadn't flown in like 15 years and uh quote unquote i have to work when i fly and i have too many thoughts in my head to pay the uh, necessary attention to the plane uh i can, right. I can be so, a bit absent-minded at times which is a really bad habit for a pilot 
So he's aware of his shortcomings in the pilot for room him. world. We, we I guess. call that aeronautical decision making. Yes. Right. So yes. It's probably a good decision that Maybe he's got so. somebody else doing the aeronautical stuff for him. Right. Yes. But, you know, there seems to be this competition between uh, Elon and Mark Zuckerberg, uh, especially in the news last few weeks for sure. And, and, you know, whether it's cage matches or, you know, Twitter feeds or thread feeds, I mean, they're, they're going at it. And I, I don't know if it's tongue in cheek or not, but he he said evidently he you know Zuckerberg is uh, like oh, okay you're a pilot I can be a pilot too it's, it kind of reads that way I don't know if that's his reasoning or he has a uh, you know something uh, you know crawling his space there that he he or, you know a niche that needs to be scratched and he's decided he wants to become a private pilot so who knows maybe we'll see old Zuck there at Air Venture next week this would be a great place for him to kind of. You know, uh, immerse himself in the, uh, you know, in the community. You think, Tom, it could happen, right? Yeah, I suppose it could. You know, if he's uh, shopping for an airplane or or maybe the the headset, like you know, any other student pilot might be looking for, he could yeah. certainly find that uh, at AirVenture and right. and uh, you know, buy himself a Gulfstream or something to learn to fly in. Well, just like Dan, who sent us that uh, nice uh, email, uh, Mark Zuckerberg probably listens to Just Plane Radio religiously sure every week. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> and uh, if you, Mark, if you if you're uh, you know at AirVenture, come up and say hi. Uh, you know, and and then you'll probably want to keep your security nearby or just know we're going to be there, too. So, yeah, be forewarned. But, yeah, who knows? And you never know who might show up at Air Venture. Evidently not Tom Haynes for the first time in how many years? Tom, for you? Um, I think it's like 33. First time in 33 years that I won't be there. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I decided to take a year off. And then, as it turns out, I've got to international trip coming up right at the end of the show and would have kind of compressed my Oshkosh week anyhow. Right. Um, but but I've uh, had all sorts of things coming my way just in the last few days to people who can't make it and they're like, do you want to go in my place? Could you do this? Could yeah. you do that? And so I'm being tempted uh, big right. time, but I think I'm tempting to resist uh, all of the opportunities that are coming out there to get Well, is there, that so. hard to do or are you finding like, you know what? Hey, look, I have no reason I have to go this year. I'm not going. Yeah. I'm going to stick to my guns. Or are you kind of, you know, having an inner, you know, some inner turmoil uh, with that yes. inner voice? All, 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 uh, all of the un- above. All yeah. of the above. You got yeah. that uncontrollable twitch. I need to go to Wisconsin. I need the brats. Right, I need the right, cheese curds. Right, I gotta right, go. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are, are you yeah. just gonna whip up some cheese curds at uh, home just so you kind of feel like you're there in spirit? Yeah. Maybe put some <laughs> put some brats on the grill. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, that sort of thing. And maybe I'll listen to uh, some airplane noise or something. Really loud airplane noise uh, yeah. for a while. It, I would imagine it, you could probably tap into uh, the EAA radio. Yeah, you know, right. Through right. Internet too, listen, and listen, listen to, to it that. live. Yeah, or uh, check out Just Plain Radio. Next couple shows, at least, are going to be from uh, the show grounds. We'll give you a little taste. Oh, there you go. There of you what go. it's like, and you know, and that kind of thing. But I'll tell you, you know, it's nothing like the real thing. Uh, you know, I thought I had had cheese curds before I went to Air Venture several years ago, <laughs> and then I had cheese curds uh, there. I'm like, whoa, these are totally yeah. different than what I get at like Culver's. Come on now, yeah. What the heck, yeah. So I had some in Wisconsin uh, a month or so ago. We were up that way, and whew, yeah, you're right. They they are very good up there. They, they but, squeak you know, the brats, when you eat them or something. It's weird. They do. Yeah, the brats yeah. at AirVenture. You know, I was just thinking about that. I could I could go to the store and buy a package of brats for you know like a whole package for like five dollars. Right. Make myself one that would cost like you know a dollar, and then I could set a ten dollar bill on fire. 
True. And that would be sort of like being at AirVenture where there's, you know, the $10, $12 brought. But. Right. Well, you know, that, that you might have to go to that extra mile to get the, you know, at least close to the real experience. Well, but, that's how right. you get the smoky flavor. Is that oh, it? Oh, yeah, right. Okay, maybe. It makes sense. Smoke <laughs> your brats. From all the gas smoke. With a uh, you know, $20 yeah. bill. Oil uh, smoke. Yeah, you yeah. got to add in uh, gas money to get out there, too. So that would well, be a yeah. thing. But yeah, it's right. going to be uh, quite an event. I'm definitely looking forward to this. But uh, but as far as like celebs, I mean, we we were joking about this last week. You know, t- uh, you know, Tom Haynes isn't going to be there, but everyone else is, and maybe who knows? The uh, celebrities will come out of the woodwork because you're not there, Tom. Mm, I don't could be. Yeah, that would be, be the case for me. I don't think that's the case for Tom. But you know, <laughs> they don't really know that I'm uh, coming out. I'm coming out uh, under the radar. But uh, folks like Harrison Ford or. Tom Cruise or any of these guys, uh, the lead singer of uh, of uh, Iron Maiden. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I mean, is this a typical thing that they actually really come to this event, or can you say? I mean, you kind of hop um, up with that group every now and then. Yeah, uh, well, Harrison is 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 there often when he's not working on a film. I don't know if he's yeah. going this year or not. Now that uh, the new movie is out, we should talk about that at some point if you guys haven't already. Um, but uh, anyhow, so yeah, you know, but I haven't seen that many celebrities there. Um, well, I think know, they go incognito. I think they go in disguise. That's what yeah, we heard that Tom Cruise like uh, puts on a, you know, he dresses up like uh, Captain Dennis. And James Cameron probably says he's uh, Greg from Just Plain Radio. Get out! No! <laughs> yeah, well, man, there's a slight resemblance. Alright, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hi, I'm Michael Goulian, aerobatic champion and air show performer. You might have seen me in the Red Bull Air Race or in air shows around the country. You're listening to Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Now, here's my close personal friend, Greg, your co-pilot. All right, that was 20 bucks, right? 25 bucks. <laughs> it's time to fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That is me, Michael Goulian, obviously going to be at AirVenture. And uh, I don't know if you saw this, Dennis, but our buddy uh, Jimmy from Jimmy's World is doing a thing with Michael Goulian, and they're giving away some flight with him up in the airplane on Friday afternoon or something that Jimmy's doing. I mean, it looks pretty uh, pretty awesome. 
to be able to go I, up with him. What do you think? I watched that over the weekend. I was jealous. Yeah. It was some really nice footage. And, yeah, great interview, great history of uh, Mike Goulian and how he right. got into racing and flying. And I don't know. If yep. we floated him a $20 bill, you think he'd take us up? I mean, it took 25 for him to do that little recording. So I, I uh, think it's going to take more than that. Probably so. All right. Well, one can dream. All maybe, right. maybe if I buy a set of uh, LED lights for the Mooney from him or something like that, maybe okay. we can throw All that right. in. We'll try to work a deal, and you'll hear about it over the next uh, couple weeks when we originate Just Plain Radio from the grounds there in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Uh, there's some other stuff going on, though. AOPA is going to be out there in full force, even though you know Tom Haynes is going to kick back uh, for once in 30-plus years and not attend. But, uh, but you know, he's helping us today, which we very much appreciate it. And, uh, you know, and the thing is, he's, he's still plugged in. He knows what's going on. And one of the things, I, I guess it's going to be probably a fairly, you know, uh, forceful effort at AirVenture will be what AOPA is talking about with the latest FAA authorization bill, because that's going to be kind of coming down the pike while the event's going on uh, this week. You think, Tom? What do you, what do you know? Yeah, yeah, it certainly could play out that way. It's the FAA reauthorization bill, um, which basically allows FAA to continue spending money that's already been budgeted. But, um, you know, AOPA sent an alert out in the last uh, week or so uh, encouraging people to mem- contact their members of Congress to encourage them to pass the FAA reauthorization bill, which normally is a pretty bipartisan thing. You know, it's not um, a lot of uh, polarizing kinds of things in there. There is uh, an amendment in particular that AOPA has been working really hard on, and they've got Representative Jay Obernolt from uh, California and Matt Cartwright from Pennsylvania to um, add this amendment that basically requires that um, FBOs uh, publish their fees and, and make make visible to pilots who the, you know the consumers at the end of the day uh, make visible for them what the fees are that you would incur when you roll up on a ramp. Also encourages the uh, availability of free parking for transient pilots. So when you mm. go to an, an airport, um, you don't have to go to the FBO if you don't need their services. If you need their services, you should expect to, to pay something for those services, but it, at least you should know going in what that fee would be. But if you don't need their services, there ought to be some place you can park on this publicly funded airport um, where you can go do your business and then come back and get in your airplane and leave without being charged any crazy fees. Right. So anyhow, that that's all part of the reauthorization bill um, that AOPA is encouraging people to have their members of Congress support. Yeah, and I would imagine that's going to be a prime topic of discussion there at the AOPA tent at AirVenture. Yep, you bet. You know, they're you they're going to be pushing yeah. people to get involved and just be aware. And you know, the overall guts of the FAA authorization bill. You know, there's not you know some any real big issues with that. It's just like these little amendments that kind of trick. You know, trip things up a little bit and slow down the process. Is that a safe assumption or what, Tom? Yeah, I mean, always people are trying to put all kinds of, uh, you know, Christmas tree ornaments on on all of these bills. The National Defense Authorization Bill that uh, has been in debate uh, recently, that's one that everybody tries to trick out with all kinds of stuff. And that one always gets very controversial. Mm-hmm. It always always gets passed because otherwise the military runs out of money. And it gets coming up in uh, early October, but it's already being debated now and got shot down this week because of some amendments like that. But the right. FAA reauthorization bill is is uh, like that as well in that they try to put some things on there. But I think this one's fairly clean mm-hmm. uh, with a few amendments, including the one I just mentioned. So Right. Well, that one amendment you, know, you just uh, mentioned, I mean, you know, flying into an uh, uh, airport, 
and you, you just want to drop off a passenger and not use the facilities. Like say, you don't want to incur some $50, $100 landing fee that you didn't expect to get when you're not using any of the facility services. Like you said, now if you use them, of course, yeah, you should be expected to pay for them. But yeah, we're seeing too much of that, unfortunately, uh, around the country. So this is, it, to me, this seems pretty straightforward. I don't know why anybody would be against it unless they were FBO and they're like, hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they may have their, uh, you know, their, um, well, uh, well uh, you know, people up in uh, Washington. Ulterior motives. Yeah. Yeah. Working the their system. Own agendas. Right. Lobbyists. For the FBOs, I don't know if they got that going on, probably. but uh, Sure they do. Absolutely. Yes, it's a, a sad thing. So you got to speak up and let people, uh, let your, you know, your legislator know in your area, like, hey, don't uh, let those lobbyists screw me. I'm trying to, you know, fly my airplane more. And this uh, hurts me. Right, Dennis? You think? Well, and it's not even just that. It's just the inconsistencies. I mean, I can go into Orlando Executive and have two completely different experiences, uh, you know, with two different FBOs. One wants to charge me for every little thing, and they don't even provide any services that I needed. And another one is willing to bend over backwards and loan you a car and, and everything, all at the same airport. So, you know, if somebody's flying in and you taxi to the wrong FBO, you might be out 100 bucks. Right. So I one think likes Dennis, really, one hates him. Yeah, <laughs> or has listened to the show, and I'll let you pick which which uh, person that is if but they listened. I should I should be or, able to pull into that airport, yeah. go to the self service fuel pump, mm-hmm. and be on my merry way without having to pay an FBO a fee if I didn't go into their building. And that's what they're trying to basically put into law that the operator of the airport, not just the FBO, but the whoever owns it, if it's uh, you know the state, the city, the county, if they're the sponsor of that airport, they need to make sure that these things are being done. And mm-hmm. that's that's what I think is a different tack to that, and that's why this is so important. Yeah. They want to make the, uh, the operator of the airport responsible for the fees that are being incurred. Right. Now, right. from what you know, Tom, uh, is there a real big effort to fight that type of uh, approach? I mean, there's, this seems like pretty, like I said, it's, it seems pretty straightforward and just uh, standardizing the system a little bit, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, it's all about transparency and just allowing a consumer to know what, what to expect. Um, but there are certainly, uh, particularly the large FBO chains in general, uh, oppose this. Some of them have, have done a decent job in recent years, thanks to a lot of pressure by AOPA, in publishing their fees. Their fee structure is sometimes overly complicated, mm-hmm. um, and they don't always stick to it. Usually to the benef- benefit of people flying in light airplanes is that they're more likely to waive the fee than not, but there are still sometimes some surprises, and a lot of it's impacting people flying light turbine airplanes, like a single-engine turboprop or a vision jet, you know, which is hardly bigger than a, 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 a Cirrus SR-22. Uh, it's just got a turbine engine on it, and so instead of maybe nothing or a $20 fee, it's a $100 ramp fee right? Um, just because you've got a turbine engine out there. And, and it just uh, – it, it, so there's not, not a lot of equity there. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and I would imagine this is going on quite a bit where – and I've seen it, honestly, so I, I will – I will attest that, you know, when you go into an FBO and you're doing just a quick run and, and you're like, Hey, look, you're not going to charge me the landing fee. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we usually charge a hundred bucks, but we're not going to charge you. And it's like, yeah. well, no, you shouldn't be charging me, period, anyway. But they, they, they act like they're doing you a favor, you know, by, by waiving the fee that they shouldn't be even having in the first place. 
You've gotten that, Dennis. Come on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a joke. I've been to a couple of different fields where they've charged me a security fee, and they don't even have an air carrier operation. So what security are you providing? Hmm. Right. <laughs> well, uh, maybe they're just watching it with their cameras. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, it may, you know, if, if – if they're charging this stuff and then acting like they're giving it to you for free, it, it, maybe they feel that they're, you know, it makes them, uh, you know, like they're being super gracious or something and they shouldn't be doing that. So it's a thing that we need to avoid or maybe change. And maybe this FAA authorization bill will uh, do just that with that amendment attached. So contact your legislator. Let your voice be heard. We got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Talk about storm like a bird. What? Because we're as high as a bird, we're going twice as fast. Do me a favor, take the controls for a second, will you? I'm just messing with you, kid. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You're a funny guy. You got it. When I go around and This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And formerly with AOPA, we got Tom Haynes. He's retired and uh, celebrating in style uh, with uh, by bypassing the f- Air Venture. Uh, you know, I don't know how this works. He's tempted. He has the, you know, the, the good pilot on one shoulder, the bad one on the other. And uh, I don't know. The bad one is the one tempting you to go. Is that the case, Tom? Or is it the other <laughs> way around? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good question. I think uh, the the one urging me to stay home is looking at the travel budget that I've already spent so far this year, and that I've got planned for the rest of the year, and going, yeah, maybe this is the one you could you could skip for a year after right. having been there only thirty four times or so. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, yeah, uh, all right. I'm well, sure, you'll be I'm there, sure it, but I'll be I'll be following along. That's right. He'll be following it along with uh, by listening uh, to Just Plain Radio or Absolutely. one of their many podcast feeds that they have from Air Venture. I mean, it's there's it's going to get a ton of coverage uh, over the next week. So uh, look for it accordingly. If you can't be there in person with the other seven hundred fifty thousand people on site, I, you know we had uh, we had uh, Dick on last week who does PR for Air Venture and. You know, he didn't come right out and say it, but I think it's safe to say they're going to break a record. I think that's my prediction. What do you What do you say, Dennis? That's I don't think uh, there's any doubt that that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, as long as the weather at- doesn't create any big issues or anything like that, I mean, demand has uh, is just uh, massive, just like it was for Sun and well, Fun in Lakeland. And, yeah, uh, interest April. in aviation is at an all time high for right. at all levels. Yeah, and uh, if. The amount of press releases we have received here at Just Plane Radio over the last two weeks leading up to Air Venture is any indication this is definitely going to be a record breaker because you got every manufacturer that you can think of throwing stuff at us like, hey, come by our booth and see this. We're going to do an announcement. We got free drinks for you. Will you come, Greg? And I'm like, well, yeah, of course, duh. <laughs> you know, that's all they got to do. 
is offer us free food or drink and we'll show up. But, but man, there's been a lot of uh, announcements coming down the pike uh, that'll probably happen during the week, but we're getting little previews of them here at Just Plain Radio, and we'll cover them as best we can in between all the free food and, and drink that uh, you know they throw our way to get us to show up. So that's all it takes. Now everyone knows our secret. Right, Dennis? I don't think they had any doubt. <laughs> I plan to come home with at least a 5- to 10-pound souvenir. Well, if you know, I, I think we're going to wind up walking yeah. that off. So that is the one yeah. good thing. Air Venture is so much larger than Sun and Fun that yeah, you well, have no. True. You're going to get your steps in, so that'll help compensate for those brats and uh, cheese. Curds. It'll offset a little bit of a it, little. but probably not nearly enough. There's a lot of calories in those things, but that's fine. It just goes with the territory. We'll deal with it and cover it uh, accordingly. Now. You know, I am uh, I'm, I'm active in uh, coming real close, I think, to taking my uh, written uh, test again. Uh, I've been doing some more practicing in my uh, sporties course, and uh, who knows, I might be doing some training while we're flying back and forth from AirVenture. And, uh, but, but when we get to AirVenture on site, I'm going to be laser-focused on finding stuff to help me get through this private pilot certificate, which includes maybe an airplane. Or a new headset or something. I don't know. What do you think, Dennis? What should I get? Uh, I think we need to find you an airplane because that seems to be the big problem right now. Yeah. You know, I had a conversation with Keith, and he's, he'd like to get you into one of his airplanes. The problem is you got to get in line with his other 140 students. So, right. Yeah. You know, it, everybody's got that situation right now. Scheduling is such a challenge uh, to the point that, you know, you need almost need to have, you know, access to your own airplane. Mm-hmm. So I think well, that, that is speed true. up your process. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can borrow Keith's credit card before you go and put a down payment on something, you know, with a delivery date. And Right. You know, let, let's see what we can do, Greg. Yeah. Tom, what do you think? I mean, you know, you know where I'm at in my flight training, and I'm getting close to get back in an airplane and finish up my pri- private pilot certificate. Going to AirVenture, what should I be on the lookout for other than the obvious stuff? Anything in mind? What do you think? Well, uh, let me just stand, let me talk about what you guys are talking about first. I've always advised student pilots that if you can swing payments for a you know a trainer airplane, that it's a really good way to get access to an airplane and save yourself the money on the training side, and just you know swing the monthly payments. Uh, and then with the values of airplanes the way they have been for quite a while now, you can use it for all your training and probably get at least all of your money back, and maybe even make a few bucks, and then. You know, you can go and find an airplane that maybe suits your longer-term mission yeah. better. Um, you know, something with a little more performance or something like that. But anyhow, so the pro- but Dennis is right. Really hard to find those airplanes. Uh, there's a, there's a few of them out there somewhere, I suppose. But that that'd be great. You know, the other thing to look for though is or uh, to figure out. You know, what you say you're most of the way through the ground school, but are there other accessories that you know you might like to have in addition to a headset? You know. I, for example, use a knee board. I'm sort of a dinosaur, even though I have I, uh, my iPad with me. I like to have a physical knee board. Right. Um, and I get people make fun of me when they fly with me because it's like, uh, you know, what rock did you just crawl out from under? But yes. uh, I, I like that. Oh, he's an aviation nerd. Look at that knee board. It's like a <laughs> pocket protector, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Right, but right. when you get that clearance from ATC or the next frequency change, you know exactly where to write it down. Well, so that's I, true. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with that. I keep my iPad on the yoke and keep the scratch pad up to do the same thing. So. I actually uh, have right. one. 
uh, from that's like 12 years old, but the thing is like rotted in the Velcro. It doesn't attach anymore. So yeah, I, I need to get a new. We'll have to go thing. see our friends at my go flight or, right. or, and look and see what they have for the student, the budding student pilot. Now yeah. that you're actually going to do something. And, and maybe I might need to get some new aviation attire. You know, that'd be the price right. to do it oh, as well. Get a, some new sunglasses uh, for sure. Right, shades. You know, you got you got to get right. those big fancy sunglasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. the aviators. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you got to get your uh, Oshkosh Air Venture T-shirts. Right. And, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. I mean, uh, I love going in, into the Army or Air Force surplus uh, tents. There, <laughs> we'll get you a flight suit. Yeah, just get something really <laughs> wacky like that that you know I can use in the airplane or if nothing else during Halloween. You know. <laughs> That's kind of be here before we know it. So, uh, you know, there's uh, so many things uh, that will catch my eye. I have no doubt. I'm really looking forward to it uh, in that regard. And as far as the airplane itself, uh, yeah, we'll be on the lookout for, for trainers and a monthly pilot. I can definitely swing a monthly payment uh, with a, uh, for a trainer with, uh, you know, a Keith's credit card. I mean, <laughs> that's the easy part. It's uh, finding the plane and, and uh, doing it without Keith, you know, having me arrested is the issue that, that is the problem with that. But look, you know, if uh, there could be somebody listening right now who's going to be at AirVenture with a trainer, and uh, I'll, I'll put it out there right now, we got a free Just Plane Radio hat and T-shirt for anyone willing to give me a plane to train in that works and will do the job. Right, Dennis? Sure. You're willing to go buy one of those, aren't you? I, I will go make, uh, yeah, I'll go buy a hat to give to them. Yes. <laughs> you bet. In fact, I'll give them the one off my head that's got the logo on it. Okay. Well, there you go. I'll See, even throw in a Just Plain Radio sticker and a Captain Dennis business card. Yeah, you get a Just Plain Radio hat with uh, Dennis's B.O. attached to it. It's part of the deal. That uh, makes it go way down in value, but still probably enough for a trainer, wouldn't it, Dennis? You think? Well, it might actually get you maybe one lap around the pattern for a okay. demo flight. What would happen is someone would smack you upside the head if they had any sense. But uh, we'll see well, what there's happens. There's a long list of people that have been Ex- doing that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. But, uh, I mean, is there anything like when you went to AirVenture in the, you know, the past 30 years there, Tom, that you like, hey, this is the one thing that happens every year at this event that I got to go to? Is there, uh, you know, that, that isn't like work related with the AOPA? Like, you, like there's just, you know, like a concert or, uh, you know, a, a tater bake or I don't know. They, they do all kinds of crazy things, don't they? Yeah, there's lots of fun stuff. I mean, the Seaplane Pilots Association corn roast is ah. really good, for, particularly mm. for those of us who aren't in the Midwest, you know, because when I try to describe for people on the East Coast what a corn roast is like and the big machine that they have that roasts the corn, they don't get it. But it is really fun and great corn. That's usually on Thursday night. Well, now we know, and I'm hungry. Till next time, when we'll be coming to you from the grounds of Air Venture, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. They're just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 